Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Matt Randell is our expert on a Monday night here on the Macca's Run. Try Classic Angus at Macca's today. Evening to you, Matt. How's things? G'day, Jordan. How you going, Marty? This is yesterday morning. Uh, Dave took your spot on footy SA, uh, but we uh, <laughs> we had a great morning. I'm sure he was great as mm. well. He's a professional DK. Mm. He is. He is. Dave Kennedy is. He, he was excellent. Went smoothly. Excellent. Mm. Uh, let's chat about the weekend's footy and some of yeah. the. Uh, there was Where do you a, want to start? Well, there was a bit of there was a bit of shuffling, wasn't there, in the way the ladder is, and I don't think we uh, no one really expected or anticipated Carlton to be almost in a race for the eight now. They're sitting in seventh on the ladder, uh, and they've got a pretty tough run home. I know a couple of pessimistic Carlton fans who aren't, uh, aren't all that uh, faithful they'll win any of their last three games, which means they could miss finals as, as, a, worst, um, as, as a worst outcome. But where do you see the Carlton's, uh, Carlton's fortunes right now? Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. We, we had a big discussion on that yesterday morning. Um, <clears throat> Adelaide's pressure rating, uh, but herbs and spices from champion data that they won't tell us what it means or how they work it out. Uh, their pressure rating was 270-odd uh, Adelaide against Carlton. Um, really hard to deal with a pressure rating of that high, that high uh, Carlton, and they couldn't deal with it. Uh, we saw the week before, Swans had 300-plus against Adelaide, and Adelaide produced a 288 in the second quarter. So we know they're capable of putting a lot of pressure on. Uh, Carlton weren't ready for Adelaide's pressure. Um, now, if I said to you that uh, Cripps and Walsh get 40-plus possessions each and they still lose, yeah, that's a bit of a worry for me, Jordan. Uh, but the two blokes who played super well uh, was uh, Butts and Murray, playing on um, Kuno and McKay, or Mackay. Mm. Um, they really, I know Kuno kicked a couple, but, it, you know, they were loose balls on the ground. He never got on the lead. He never took a mark. Uh, Murray was, Murray's improving by the week as a key back. He looks to me as, to be a future All-Australian. He's not going to get 20 possessions there, Jordan, but by his Christ, it's hard to get a, a, a kick on him and a goal on him, and Butts has been great for two years. So, um, yeah, they're in a real bind here because they've got three tough games, um, not quite functioning right. And Adelaide did something to Carlton that no one has done all year, and it really bamboozled them. They put keys onto Saad. So Saad playing as a running back, and he's been killing it, really. They put keys on him, and, and Saad had no idea how to play on keys. Keys is really fit in the runner. Sard's endurance is not his strength. His pace is, he's kicking in that. But uh, a really interesting move. I'm going to watch and see if other clubs do this mm. because he is the springboard out of defence and it really bamboozled him on the weekend. Uh, Keys was virtually BOG, I would have thought. Kick three, gave probably a couple away, but he was dangerous up there. Really interesting watch that one. Um, with Carlton, they need to find someone else to help Saad get the ball out of the fence. David King today said Carlton were arrogant. Did Do you feel like they almost uh, walked into that game expecting to win? No, he, he spoke about... Um, I saw. I read that about uh, broken tackles and all that, and, you know, from some of their senior players. Uh, I'm not so sure the arrogance... The, 
Crows have been playing like this for quite a while. Mm. High tempo, lots of pressure, numbers around the ball. They are a dangerous side to play against. And I, you know, the Swans even felt it last week. I mean, they dominated. What, they kicked nine goals to two in the first quarter. It got back to three goals and Swans were panicking. So I think Kingy, because he's potted their list unmercifully with Kane Corns, I think he's just underestimated that uh, the Crows. I reckon they're way better than their position on the ladder tells you. The Tigers were the other ones who helped shape that uh, that battle Ooh. for the top eight. And as one of our text messages says, uh, he says a lot of experts keep saying you wouldn't want to face Richmond in finals. I think this is uh, the re- I think these are the reasons why. But why would you? Can you please expand? And he goes on to list. Um, some of the other close losses and close wins that the Tigers have had. Uh, they've been in all games in the last quarter, except for uh, Melbourne, Ooh. says this SMS, which is all all factual. Uh, should teams still fear Richmond and why? Yeah, they should. Um, I, I assume Dusty comes back in the next couple of weeks. Looks like Grimes is out for the finals, if they make the finals, which is a major blow. Yeah. They have got, uh, they have got back up there, so uh, Bolter can go back there. Um, and help out. He did ruck forward, I think, on the weekend. So uh, they've got their key forwards back. Uh, Bolton's in beautiful. Um, Dusty's the key here. So they can get him back. I don't know where he's at. Uh, they're not saying much. Oh, they need him back badly. Um, and if they get him back and Grimes comes back to the finals here, you don't want to play. Oh, my, oh, these have been a funny side, haven't they? Look, they were seven goals down. looked like they were going to go by 20. And then um, they come back and win the game. I don't know if it was so much them or so much Brisbane who uh, were all disappointing in the play. They really didn't want to lose. They didn't want to lose Bailey at a crucial time. And, God, I don't know what they were doing with their Medi-Sub, having fought as a Medi-Sub. Needed a runner because they they lack runners, Brisbane. You know, they've really got the two blokes in their team who can break open or run lines is Zorko and, and Bailey, and they don't they didn't want to lose Bailey. They haven't got anyone else really who can break the lines. Caden uh, Coleman doesn't break the lines. Good player, and Rich I know he wasn't playing, but also so he doesn't break the lines. He can kick over them, but um, that's their Achilles heel, Brisbane Lions. But Richmond, yeah, if they can get in, still going to be, you can't predict what's going to happen here with the last three rounds. This is ridiculous that you know. Carlton are vulnerable. Uh, Frio are vulnerable. Um, so uh, it's a really interesting last three. It's been a fantastic year, Jordan. The whole year, you, you don't know what's happening game to game, week to week. It's been enormous. Does it feel like... The, and Emotion is uh, is pretty universal across football, whether we sort of acknowledge it or realise yeah. it at the time, but we sort of know it subconsciously that emotion and uh, momentum and a groundswell can help teams back into matches, help swing the momentum in their favour. And the Tigers, yeah. are the Tigers the sort of team, especially when they play at the MCG, which is sort of, you know, that's stating the bleeding obvious, but are they are they a team more than anyone else who plays the most on emotion? And then they got an dangerous brand of footy. It's, it's you know, the, um, Jake wrote a great article on The Age the other week. I might have given him a little bit of help because I've been banging on about this for ages. <laughs> they play a great band, brand of footy where... You know, when they get rolling, it's hard to stop. It's numbers around the... I'm, you know, we've watched Richmond over the last five years and you go watch Collingwood 
where Lepic and and, uh, and Fly have been, and I'm I'm watching uh, another version of Richmond playing in in Collingwood. That surge off our back, Bob's uh, getting the ball because they've got numbers around the ball where it's important. Um, so that's okay. But what's happened to Richmond this year is that they've got scored on a lot of years than they have in the past, uh, which is a bit of a worry for them. Um, but yeah, I, I still wouldn't like to be playing them in a final. Uh, Sydney, let's head outside of Victoria for a moment. The Sydney Swans yeah. are on a tear at the moment. They've won four games in a row. They've won, I think, seven of their last nine games. They've lost to Essendon and Port Adelaide in that time as well. They've got a pretty good run home as well with North Melbourne, Collingwood yeah, and St Kilda. So they could, as I was saying before, if Melbourne stumble in their final uh, three matches, which is Collingwood, Carlton and Brisbane for Melbourne, well, then Sydney yeah. could potentially be in second and set themselves up for a great run in the finals if they get that home qualifier. Um, yeah. The Sydney Swans are they are they that highly rated for you in the Premiership favouritism? Um, I I had them probably they're probably not quite ready yet. I had them that all year. They're not quite ready yet. I, my biggest worry with the Swans is I think they're a midfielder short, uh, heavy reliance on a 21 year old Warner and Parker. Uh, they're playing Papley up there in, in the in the midfield. He's been going all right. Uh, my biggest worry for them was if Buddy gets injured again, and you know he's had a history of uh, the last few years of, of injury. Uh, that are they going to be good enough in their forward line to score enough? Now we know they've got really good players like Heaney and Haywood as well, but their their backup tools uh, and Reed's had a good year too. But their backup tools are not the best defenders because uh, the best defender at the moment is playing on Buddy. So that was my worry for him. But Buddy looks in ripping it. Uh, Buddy could have a great final series and, and Sydney could do some real damage. Um, they need the McCartan brothers to hold up and Rampy, so they lost all those blokes last year with injury. So obviously, Ed uh, didn't play. Rampy missed the whole year. Um, uh, Buddy missed basically the whole year. Uh, Heaney missed a fair whack with, I think it was a finger injury, if I can remember correctly. Um, they had no midfield. Um, so, uh, yeah, they've got them all back. And they've got them all firing. Uh, you don't want to play them up in Sydney, do you? So um, that's crucial for them. That top, if they can get in the top two, and then they have to play the third side up in Sydney. That's a big bonus to go straight into the uh, preliminary final for them. And on Friday night, Melbourne. How much did that win maybe put uh, put at ease or help placate some of those who might have carried doubts around Melbourne? Their form line recently hasn't been that bad when you really stack it up from the bye onwards. They've only lost two games yeah. from the bye and won the other four, plus a couple of interstate wins, a couple of big wins there against Brisbane and Port Adelaide, Fremantle now as well, losses to the Cats and the Dogs. But Melbourne, this is their finals really starts now, doesn't it? They play top eight teams in the run home. But yeah. as far as what we saw on Friday night... Um, is that uh, is that more like Melbourne? Does it help put to ease maybe some doubts that we had? Um, look, they they looked on Friday night like this is back to the Melbourne of old, but uh, still their forward line didn't function great. Their defence won on the game. They you know, kept Freo to five nine, but uh, Freo's forward line is always a bit of a problem. So um, you know their defence has been great all year, and their midfield's been super, but Freo looked to me like. Uh, uh, Brayshaw and Sorong, you know, they're 21, 22-year-olds, have shouldered a lot of the responsibility, Monday a little bit, and Brody, which didn't see coming, but they just haven't got enough mids, Freo, 
to carry this through the end of the season. Uh, they're doing a super job, but they're, they're minus that. And their forward line, well, Tabner's horribly out of form. Lobb's hot and cold. Walters is hot and cold. Um, they, they really haven't got enough there to cause some havoc. And these defence is great. They played them on a break, the, the Freo forward line. Uh, that was too easy for them. Their forward line's still a major worry. They can't get any tools uh, going there, but I'm assured that Tom McDonald will be back before the final. So we thought that he might be off for the year, but I think he's going to be back before the finals. He's crucial now. Um, ben Brown will play next week, I think, which probably means Wiedemann comes out. But uh, Ben Brown, McDonald, Fritch, and they're back to their premiership winning forward line. Uh, at the right time of the year, and this is the time of the year they really played their best. And just... uh, Saints is the interesting one. Yeah, just quickly, Saints is the interesting one. The ball, they're in the eight. The ball's in their court. They're hard to read. Uh, Rat for Hanabry playing on the weekend, but I did a little bit of homework here, Jordan. Hanabry's played, if he plays the last three games, uh, don't count finals, it means he's played 20 games in five years. This is his fifth year, I think. There. Yeah, yeah. You know what it's worked out to? 200,000 a game. <laughs> 200 large a game to Hatterbury if he plays the last three of the year. Uh, Actually, I didn't mind him on the weekend. I called that game. I thought he was... Uh, he was yeah, no, he's okay. He, was, yeah, he went in a million miles an hour, <laughs> playing as hard yeah, as nails no, as no, always. He, he was great. The bit I saw was when there were crossovers. And the, and the other really interesting watch is the Ken Hinckley watch at Port Adelaide. Mm. Um, they're going to miss the finals now. Yep. Um, he, he'll get asked about North and, and GWS jobs coaching a year to go. Uh, the a discussion, he, you know, they'll obviously, if they're interested and they're keen, they'll get, offer him a three-year contract and he's got one year left at uh, Port. So I'm interested to see where that goes. A big watch there on the Hinkley and Port Adelaide coaching Role. Matt, one last one before I let you go. This was uh, mm. David Mundy speaking today, uh, asking how he'd like yeah. to be remembered. Oh, I don't need to be remembered. I just came in and played my part and did my role. A simple answer for a straightforward but effective footballer who yeah. probably went understated throughout his entire career. He'll end up playing uh, about 375 games or so, depending on how deep the, the Dockers go in the finals. But um, a word on David Mundy, his career. For me personally, I don't, oh, I don't follow love the Dockers, but he's he's one of my favourite players outside of the team I support. Yeah, you got to love that bloke. You just love his demeanour, the way he goes about it. You know, how many? 375. Has he ever played a poor one? I can't remember him playing a poor one. He might not have been a star, out-and-out star, but, um, you know, like, uh, oh, he won. I think he, he did poll one in, in Brownlow one year, but... He puts in week in, week out. That's all you can ask of anyone. Uh, he's a credit to himself, <clears throat> how well he's gone. And uh, is he more of a favourite son than Pav at Freo? Uh, possibility. Possibly. I've got a, um, my, my producer's a, a Docker supporter. Hang on. Is, is David Mundy uh, more of a favourite son than Pav, yes or no? Yes. Thumbs up from the Docker's producer here. Thumbs up, okay. Yeah, I thought as much. I mean, he is so loved by... You know you've had a great career when the opposition people love you to death. Yeah. And um, credit to him. We're going to miss him. Yeah. Love, you know, that uh, that hairstyle hasn't changed much (laughs) and uh, it's going to disappear pretty quick, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, uh, always a pleasure to have a chat to you. Thank you very much for joining us and uh, we'll speak again soon.
Thank you, Jordan. Matt Randell with us, uh, our Monday night expert here on the Macca's Run. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.